Welcome back to the Health, Love, and Happiness podcast. I am so happy you guys are here. Today's episode is going to be linked to um, the earlier episodes or episode six on alcohol, and it's going to kind of fuse together. And before I get started in this episode of avoidism through social media, we're going to talk about the alcohol episode. I got so much positive feedback from that. I got some um, negative where people were saying it made them feel bad or they didn't like that it also, that it kind of brought shame and guilt. And that was not my intention in doing that at all. The episode, all my episodes are to make awareness to health and to help you grow and strengthen. If there's ever something on one of my episodes or on my podcast that's triggering to you, guess what? You have the ownership of your body to turn off the podcast and not listen to it. Everything that I put on my episodes are not going to be rainbow and butterflies and you not you might not agree with everything. I encourage you, even if you do not agree with everything, to keep listening unless it's totally triggering you and you can't stand to hear my voice anymore. But I would hope that even if you might not agree with everything that I'm saying, that you might can get some parts and pieces out of it. So leading into today's episode, we are going to talk about social media and how we are using that with the voidism as well. Last week or a couple weeks ago, we talked about alcohol and how we use that to avoid feelings, to avoid all the big stuff. And listen, guys, everybody in life uses the art of avoidance. Like it's human nature, but the trick that I've learned is catching myself when I'm trying to avoid. There's also really positive ways to kind of escape from life, and there's negative ways to escape from life. We're all looking for that escape, but it's it's knowing when to step away, and it's knowing, and even if you step away from things, that's not necessarily like you're escaping. It's just you're going more inward, and that's a healthier way to escape, but it's knowing if you're using that, avoidance to jump away from feelings or or growth and that's what we want to to work on so let's dig into social media a little bit now before i get started with social media know that i use social media i think social media has a lot of benefits to it i think that it can help you grow um, a business i think it can help you connect I think that it provides entertainment. Um, Lately on social media, I use it mainly for reels between my sister and myself and and Tyler and and a couple of close friends. And pretty much I'm just listening to looking at reels. So it's just learning the balance of using social media and what that necessarily might look like. So let's dig into it. Social media is developed to do exactly what it's doing. It's developed for an escape. It's developed for you to kind of dig into it. It's The thing about social media is we give this, this little box, it, your phone, to people, and we expect everybody to know how to manage this little box with all these really great things in the box on how to escape life and how to dig into things and constant entertainment. It's constant entertainment on your device. And so it's learning how to not beat yourself up about it and take a breath and know that 
It's the same thing I say about a box of Chip Ahoy cookies. They're designed to eat the whole box of them. Social media and your phone is designed to dopamine hit, dopamine hit, dopamine hit, and to keep you engaged. So it's there up to you on an individual basis to understand what is your limit. And before we really get into the nitty gritty, you have to, as a human, look at what your limit. If you want to sit on the phone all day and look at Instagram all day, that that's fine. But if your goals in life are to grow and get better, then you have to you have to pull the curtains back and look in and see it, are you really are you really using that in a mindful way. I'm going to share a little story with you on a personal level. Last year I stepped away from social media for about 2 months. Um, we had a lot going on. I had a lot going on with, you know, the boys and a certain child in general. And Tyler had a lot going on with business. I had a lot going on with my business and it was really hard too, to, to step away from social media. I get lots of clients on social media. It's how I connect. It's how people connect with me. And I just had to make the conscious decision. I needed to, I, I needed a break. And that's the one thing you have to really know. When is it time for you to step away in, in different areas of life? When is it time to remove yourself and, and to be absent? And for me, it was very much time to be absent. And that's not in a negative way. Being absent seems to be a negative word to a lot of people, but that isn't a negative word for me as far as moving myself away from negative tools. So... Being absent for me from social media was, it was, it was so nice um, because I really, it was a time in my life that I really need to be 110%. I needed to show up every day. And yes, we can say, oh, I just looked at that for five minutes, but is that five minutes taking away from you building energy, taking away from you breathing, taking away from you de-stressing so that you can be the best mother, the best spouse that you can be? Those are the kind of questions that you have to ask. Social media for me at that moment, and really, I think how most people use it is a distraction for a lot of times, and I needed to be 100% grounded. I am the type of individual that has to ground myself, and, and a lot of people are not, but I find that the world can be very, just a lot sometimes. And I'm very social, but it's just, I, as I get older, I need more time to ground. And I think it's because we have three boys and it's chaos at our house. Like it, it is Lord of the Flies, like all over, except hopefully we're not spearing each other yet. But it it is chaos. And so therefore I find myself needing to ground myself and be away from that constant overstimulation that is in our society today. So with that, I took this two-month period off. So I'm going to kind of tell you why and what I learned from it. So when I took the two months off, and I will say this, I had really good parameters around social media, and I just did. I don't, I'm very conscientious of what the boys see. My big boys both have phones. My oldest does have social media. I want them to see exactly how to use it in a responsible way. However, I know if there's a part of time in my life that I really need to focus and hone in, then I'm the type of person that 
can't have any distractions. It's just I'm very intense when it comes to those things. And so I, I can't have any distractions. And social media for me was a distraction. I really needed to gain focus and clarity in lots of different areas as far as business, being a mom, being the best spouse I could be. I really needed that clarity. And it's the same thing I said in the previous episode about alcohol. How are you going to get clarity? You know, in these social media, alcohol might just seem like these little itty bitty things, but they really are distractions from you getting clear on whatever that is, whatever your journey wants to be. And I'm not saying, listen, I'm not even saying you have to go off social media today. I'm not even saying it has to be that extreme, nor do I think that everybody has to do that. I'm obviously still on social media, but you can dial back and you can bring awareness and it's, it's, you can find ways to get clarity within certain parameters. It's really hard to focus on digging in deep and, and getting balanced and grounded when you're surrounded by noise. So like I said earlier, I, I've said so many times to people, I really feel like I just need to go like hang out in a cave for a little bit um, because I, I just get really, it's just a lot of noise and some people can brush it off. I tend to internalize all of it and it does a couple things. It either makes me very angry or just very overwhelmed. Um, and so you have to find your tools to become, to pull back. And I saw this a lot in the political environment, in the COVID environment. It was so much people on social media just yelling and screaming at each other and firing everybody up. And I, I remember saying to a friend, I don't know, I, I just try to keep my peace. And, and that was part of it. I, I'm really of the camp, like you do you, I do me. Um, but I don't, but I also have to protect my peace where I don't really want to hear about it all the time because it's not that I think it's great to hear different points of view, but sometimes we can like beat a dead horse into the ground in America. And sometimes I just can't constantly be surrounded by just the constant bickering and getting nowhere. So you really have to be careful of what you spend your energy on. And for me, looking at wackos on social media yell about everything under the sun because they like have zero life and they want to just yap about stuff isn't how I wanted to spend my energy. It's still not how I want to spend my energy. So while social media has so many benefits, know that it is a lot of noise and distractions. I always say to clients, um, I said this just last week to a client, you have to listen in order to listen to your body and I always say those whispers of your soul those feelings those gut feelings that you need to connect with as woo-woo as it sounds and connect with your body you cannot if you're constantly distracted by the noise and I see this all the time in wellness where we jump from one thing to another I, I really don't even follow any wellness I follow a couple physicians but I really don't follow a lot of wellness people because Everybody's got a different opinion. And for me, I want to be as authentic as I can. And when you're constantly listening to other people's opinions, it gets in your head. So I want to show up and be me regardless of what other people are saying. And sometimes if you're seeing all that stuff, you're like, oh, well, maybe that's true. And it's not that you're blinded. I read plenty of the latest research. I read everything that I can get my hands on about wellness and new studies. But 
I really try to to communicate that to my followers and it's not y'all I just not even like I have like this big massive followers but like say I have 1200 followers those followers those people who are following genuinely usually know me and want to listen to what I have out there and I like I don't get on social media to have a ton of followers that's not even why I did it if if it's great if people want to follow me that's awesome if they don't that's okay like I don't even look at that so but knowing what my audience wants and as far as being able to put stuff out there and be me that's what I focus on and I cannot do that if you're constantly distracted and neither can you you cannot focus on your wellness plan on your life on your journey if you're constantly distracted it's just not going to work Let's go back and revisit why we distract. I talked a little bit about this with the alcohol episode. To not feel pain, to not address problems, to numb yourself. Social media is the greatest tool of avoidance because you don't sit in any feelings. If you stop, like if you're sitting in your car, most of the time people are like on social media. I've gotten to where like, because listen, if you're if you're a mom of kids and like, play most of your time spent like in the car sitting or waiting a lot of times instead of doing social media I read a book so I have that on my phone just to if I'm not talking to one of my siblings or my mom um, which I do constantly I am I'm usually reading a book and you know I talked to my brother about this not too long ago as we dig into a lot of stuff about this and he says at nighttime he is reading a book and that's what I do too instead of scrolling on Instagram and if you want to do that that's fine I I'm going to teach you some tools of like let's let's make some specific time so if your time to scroll on on Instagram is nine o'clock when you get the kids down and you want to watch some reels or whatever cool do that do like nine to nine thirty and then call it a day and then maybe give your brain something really nourishing before you go to sleep like some kind of book read something or, or do something that's a little different other than just watching people live their lives. So in order to be 100%, you cannot live this life of avoidism. We're all trying to avoid things. I see this with our children, especially. Like we wanna avoid every, every kind of hurt and pain or struggle that they experience and that's just BS. Like, do you think I enjoy, like this time last year, I had something going on with my firstborn and it was terrible. It was awful. It was, it was, probably to the rest of the world, not a big deal. To him, it was devastating. To us, it was so hard. It was a big struggle. And it wasn't just this one thing. It was just adding on different things, different, it was just snowballing. And it was very painful to watch my child be so sad. It was very painful. But I can't control life for him. I can't, all I can do is show up and be 100% for them and I couldn't control the situation, nor would he ever want me to control the situation. And that's where I'm a different parent. I do not helicopter, I do not control a situation for them, and I do believe that they have to struggle in life. Whether it is that, whether it's through sports, whether it's academic, whether it's social, all of my children have struggled in those capacities. And all of it, at the end of the day, Tyler and I have been here 100% to help them but we do not fix their problems. That is something I'm huge on. Um, that was a side tangent and that will be something we go into later. But I don't even think people truly know that 
they're really even distracting themselves with social media. I think it's so common now that they don't even really know what's going on. And here's the thing, y'all, our parents didn't have social media. We're kind of like the test <laughs> subjects of this. So we're all kind of learning. So I do think these conversations are really important around it. And it's just like I say with nutrition, find a balance for it. I, I, I would love to find a different word besides balance, but I can't. And here's the key, y'all. Maybe some people's balance is 20 minutes a day. Maybe other people's are five minutes. You have to do the work to figure out where your balance is. And in order to do the work, you have to connect to your body. You have to figure out, hey, am I stressed? Are these people triggering me? Do I feel bad when I look at this? Like start asking yourself these questions. One of the biggest things I see with social media is comparison. It is the place that people go and subconsciously, even if you are the strongest person. You're like, I'm not going to compare myself. You you usually end up doing it subconsciously. Um, instead of focusing, what you're doing is seeing somebody else's false reality. So social media is so good about making perfect look normal that you're normal. Then some reason for some skewed reason in your head, you think that your normal is something wrong with it. For example, let me just paint a picture. If you guys know me personally, I'm always like on the go. I, I mean, after I like work, it's put on workout clothes. It's dealing with the boys. I'm very active with them. It's all over the place. You know, it's it's in the car. It doesn't look glamorous from the outside. For me, it is my joy because I feel in life giving back to these three humans that will hopefully give back to the world is what I'm here for. Um, so... I think that that when you say for me, if I'm running all around, I think when you click on social media and you're seeing a friend or acquaintance go to like, I don't know, some island or there and there's a couple trip and they're off and they're doing and it's glamorous and they're all look beautiful and they're taking tequila shots and it's all great and glamorous. And then you're looking at what's going on like in like the real world and you're comparing that, then you're never going to win because that is, that's not even a comparison. Like you can't compare someone's false reality to your normal, but what in your mind is saying, well, well crap, like then my life sucks because they're doing that and that's what I should be doing. I should be constantly going to some event. I should be constantly out. And, and, and by the way, you should also constantly show people what you're doing when you're out, correct? I mean, here's the thing. And I use social media. When we go on trips, I'll highlight certain things. I mainly do that because people and friends of mine are like, I want to see your boys. We never see each other. I have so many people say, I love watching your boys and, and y'all. I don't even show, like now that the boys are older, I probably show a third of what they are. I'm very respectful for them of whether they want to be on social media or, you know, whether they want their pictures there. Most of the time it's no. Sometimes they'll say yes. Usually when we're snowboarding, when they're the happiest, they'll be like, yeah, that's great. So it just depends. So you're not going to see a lot of, a lot of my life on there because I, I'm respectful to my kids. So doing this comparison where you, where you, you're thinking that your life is not great or grand because you're not on this massive trip or you're not on this date all the time or, you know, people, y'all, and here's the other thing, like, why do we have to put every aspect of your life on social media? Why is it like, 
think about that. Why do people want to put pictures of themselves on social media constantly? And I'm not saying, I'm not saying you can't, listen, I'm saying do whatever the heck you want to on social media, but I'm trying to protect your peace. So I want you to dig into why you think people are doing that because here's the deal, y'all. They get likes, they get comments, they get all the above and they're reading them constantly. It's constantly, we wanna show you how amazing our life is so that you're envious of this life. And what you're playing into is now you are envious of that life. And do you really know what you're even envious of? You're envious of them going on a trip. You're envious of their bodies. You're envious of what, what is it that you're envious of? Because you truly do not know what, what is occurring outside of that one photo, that one video, that one reel. You have no clue. So what I encourage you to do is find joy in your chaos, in the messy, in the real, real, real thick of it. And a lot of people are like, we should put that on social media. That's great. I'm probably not going to show you our massive meltdowns on social media because that's not respectful to my children. I'm not going to pick up my camera and show you or my phone and, and, and show you everything my teenager does that's insane or, you know, all my boys. I'm not going to show that out of respect to them. It's not my story to tell. So social media, you're going to put more positive things on there. That's how it's designed. I put positive things on there. I try to be real with y'all, but once again, if it has to do with me, I'll share it. But if it has to do with my children, it's not going to be shared. It's not my story to share. So and that's really where if you're a mother, you get it. Your struggles revolve around your, your kids for a lot of it. So you're not going to share those pieces. So know that social media is developed for you to share the, the good stuff. But just don't compare your, your everyday life to these perfection on social media that's just filtered and all of the above. Nobody's responsible to make you feel better. If you need to figure out boundaries, and this is a big one, you've got to figure out boundaries. So, for instance, I have a lot of people say, people need to be very careful what they put on social media. It hurts people's feelings. Okay. We've got so many feelings. I don't even know what to say. And let me just go right there. Don't don't attack me about, like, the boys not having feelings. We've got tons of feelings. Don't worry. And we're good about embracing our feelings. But what the hell, guys? Like, you have got to have some boundaries. It is not somebody else's fault that they post their kids being on the A honor roll and yours weren't. And you're pissy that that they post that. That's not, that's, that's none of, like, your business, to be honest with you. And let me just say, I don't post stuff on my kids. I don't brag on my kids like that. And... If I'm annoyed or something or we've been left out of something, I set a boundary. And let me just preface, we're left out of plenty. It's not like my kids are make every team. It's not like we're invited to every party. It's not like we're all in it on everything. I set boundaries because it is not anybody's responsibility besides myself to control my feelings. It is not anybody's business on social media to dictate how I feel. Would you like to, I mean, here's the deal. I don't care what you put on social media. And if you care so much what people social put on social media, then put some boundaries and don't look at it. But it is not, it is not their responsibility to not post. It is your responsibility to know what triggers you and to dig into that a little bit and to understand that maybe that's triggering for a certain reason, you know? So just Everybody should learn how to manage their feelings around it, if what I'm saying uh, 
it's just comparison, like I said, is the thief of joy. So learn what you have trouble comparing with. So take a second and, and learn how to manage your own feelings. Your, if we went back to this, uh, maybe episode three, maybe, I think, on personal responsibility, have some personal responsibility around social media. You've got to embrace it for what it is, and you also have to have your personal responsibility. You need to have awareness. You have to want it. If you want to have awareness, you, you've got to you've got to constantly wake up every day and say, I want to be aware of what's affecting me. And if you have to, and you have to want to stop avoidance, you have to want to step into your life. And if you don't want to step into your life and you constantly want to avoid, that's, that's, that's on you. But if you're telling me, which I hear from every client I work with, I want to grow. I want to be better. I want to not just physically, mentally, spiritually, when I work with clients, y'all, yes, weight loss is usually everybody's first goal because let's just say everybody wants to feel and look better. But what we end up digging into is so much deeper. That's why I went back to do health coaching because while I had a degree in nutrition and health sciences and I knew how to do all the other, the food, the behavior change, all that stuff that I've got trained on in college, um, the health coaching dig dug a little deeper in every aspect of your life and then how to ask certain questions to get people thinking. So while people think I might just go in and make a meal plan, that's not what it is. Every time I meet with a client is asking specific questions to get them talking so I know specifically what areas of their life they need to work in. I am not a therapist, but I have referred many, many clients to therapists because that's a part of it. That, it, that is truly a part of it and a, and a big part of your wellness, if you ask me. But you need to ask yourself, are you ready to step in? If the answer is no, if you find yourself drinking, avoiding, whatever it is, then you need to ask yourself what you're afraid of when you step in. Are you afraid of your feelings? Are you afraid of those uncomfortable feelings? Are you afraid of being by yourself? Are you afraid of getting to know yourself? Are you afraid of what you might find? If you're not avoiding and you're not stepping in, you need to ask yourself those questions. And, and these are not things I was talking to one of my dear friends today and we were talking about the alcohol and, and, and you know, it's not something that happens like that, y'all. It's not something, wellness is not something that happens overnight. It, if you're doing it the correct way, it's a constantly stepping in. I'm, I am constantly, and I, I do this backwards and forwards, guys, every day. I know exactly what to do. I know so much around wellness and how the body works, but I have to step in dailies. And there's times where I step out and there's times when I avoid and there's times where, you know, that that happens. And one more side note about the alcohol too, y'all, that I forgot to add that I think is important. I'm going to be real clear and I thought I was clear, but I'm going to be even clearer that I do drink and that if I was at an event that I felt worthy of drinking, I would drink like say I'm going on a girl's trip with friends or like I'm in the Bahamas or something. Yeah, of course I'm indulging like that's I didn't want people to think that that's not occurring. But here's the thing, y'all. I don't do any of that stuff right now because I'm just in a different season of my life. So that's not occurring. But that's not to say that for, you know. I always joke, like, my 50th birthday, you're going to find me on some island with some tequila, and that's just what's going to happen. But I wanted to make that real clear, and that just popped into my brain. 
removing the mask, y'all. I need you to remove the mask that you wear over and over and over again, whether you're avoiding using that mask to avoid seeing yourself. The mask usually is social media. You know, you've got to remove it. You've got to peel back the layers and you got to you got to just step into peeling it back. And that might feel really uncomfortable. And you might just be trying to get by in daily life. You know, y'all, I get it. We're, you're, if you're listening to this, you're probably a parent. But you're like working. You're getting the kids everywhere. You're trying to have a career of your own. You're trying to keep your relationship stable with friends, with your spouse, with all of the above. And you're like, Brady, really? Are you freaking going to add one more thing to my list? I am because I think you should be pushed in life if you're ready to be pushed. And when I say stepping in and it means making small changes, guys, it means saying, you know what? And I've had this rule for a long time. Sundays are no social media days. I do not look at social media. I do not care to look at social media. I don't want to look at social media. Like I just don't want to do it. And so and this is another thing. I don't post all the time either, y'all. I only post if I have something worthy that I find worthy to post. I didn't. I never fell into this. Probably I don't have a ton of followers, but I never fell into this game where I'm going to post pictures all the time and do this all the time, all the time, all the time. I only post when there's something worthy to be posted. If it's meant to be, it'll be be. If, it, if people want to see it, they'll see it. Um, I'm not falling to an algorithm to dictate my life. I'm, I'm just not doing that. So... And that's the same thing with when I get on social media. If I get on social media, it's for a specific reason. You know, usually now it's like how to how to ski or how to be a faster skier. It's like random reels that I will watch, you know. But I very rarely scroll anymore because I just don't. I, I just, it doesn't serve me. I have no desire to do it. I find it a waste of time. I'd rather read, I'd rather enrich my brain, and I'd rather be able to be grounded. So I think looking into that and knowing, if you get anything out of this episode, know your awareness piece. Know when you're kind of like ask yourself a couple of questions of it about, you know, hey, am I just trying to find like this junk happiness? I call social media like some parts of it like junk happiness where it's just like this like getting by junk happiness, which is fine if you want to, but like I want something deeper and I think most of us want something deeper and that's what we're looking for in life. And so ask yourself, am I using this for avoidance at this moment, you know? And then also plan time to look at social media. If you wanna do it on your lunch break, I'm very adamant I do not look at social media in the morning. In fact, I try desperately not to look at my phone in the morning. And my friends get mad at me. I have one really good friend, and she's like, where is your phone? I mean, last week I lost my phone for like three hours. I'm terrible about it. I love not having a phone on me. It's just liberating, and it drives Tyler crazy. He doesn't understand that I don't pick up the phone. He's like, why did you pay the phone if you don't ever answer it? I, I try to do better. But like my phone right now is on like focus mode because I don't know, my sister showed me how to do this and I'm obsessed with it because I don't hear it go off at all. And so, and a lot of it I have to because my kids are at school. Sometimes I get school calls about Lord knows what, so I have to be on it and, but, I love not really, I love not having a phone. I love being like in, away from it. It's just freeing to me and it's, it's great. So 
knowing your parameters around it, I really encourage you not to pick up your phone. I mean, you can pick up your phone in the morning. I know Tyler has to have his phone in the morning, got his, you know, he's working everything. But like, and I, and I keep mine too, but I try not to look at emails and I do not look at social media unless I'm like doing a post at nine o'clock or something like that. And it's a very specific post. Um, try not to put that, that phone light in your eyes first thing. In fact, I'm going to have a very good friend on, on the podcast, um, hopefully soon if I can figure out how to do this technology. But one of my dear friends is a doctor, Betsy Frazier in Mount Pleasant. Um, and we're going to talk a lot. I'm going to get her to talk to you about screen time and what it does to your eyes. And we're going to maybe dig into, you know, how natural light helps and versus these artificial blue, blue lights. Um, Betsy, if you're listening, that's what we're going to do. <laughs> um, but having some parameters around it is really helpful. And then knowing yourself and knowing what you need around it is a big piece. So I hope you guys gained some insight from this today. It's one that I think is needed. It's also, we didn't really get into a lot of the children, but we'll, we'll do that next time. But know that you're always a role model for your children and they are watching you with those little devices and they see what you're doing. And then try to catch yourself. Guys, I still catch myself all the time. I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Like, get off of this. this is stupid. I'm watching some, some rando reel of chimpanzees rolling in the dirt. Like, come on. So I always try to catch myself and, and it's something don't beat yourself up on. I think we beat ourselves up way too much. Like I said, like we're new at all this. So just bring awareness to it and, and just be mindful. Like we always say about consumption of everything, be mindful what you're consuming, be mindful what you're consuming physically and mentally and spiritually, because it really does make a difference in your daily life. I'm wishing you all health and love and happiness today. I hope you all have had a wonderful February. We will be back or I will be back in March uh, with some new episodes. My brother has informed me that I need to share more of my daily life because it is a hot mess. He didn't use those exact words, but he said it was very entertaining. Um, so maybe I'll share with you guys um, more when we get started each time about just random stuff if you guys would like it. Um, but anyways i hope y'all have a great day like always share this if you like this episode comment what you guys want to hear on i'm here to help you guys learn and improve and become healthier and happier and i will see y'all soon